Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. about the NXT call-ups, and today, folks, I guess um, Fisher will not be able to make it. It's all good. He'll be back next week to join me on Off the Rails Uncensored Part 2. So, I'll be flying solo like I did before, but it's okay. It's all good. So the title is Too Soon for NXT Call-Ups. Undertaker cited at AEW's press conference for Double or Nothing. So without further ado, let's get a SmackDown Live review started. Hit my music, please. Hectic, chaotic SmackDown Live. Shane McMahon was in the ring to discuss the call-ups from NXT, impressing him so much so that he invited all four back to SmackDown Live. But 
it wouldn't be SmackDown Live without interruptions and chaos ensuing, right? Well, The Miz came out and interrupted Shane. And basically, from that point, there was, I want a rematch with the tag team champions. So the Usos goaded Shane. Shane then made the rematch. Now Fastlane, yay! After that, Aleister Black comes out, and he goes one-on-one with Andrade Cianomis. I don't know about you guys, but I feel that there's some mixed reviews for the call-ups from NXT. I'll get to that later, but Aleister Black went one-on-one with Andrade Cianomis, gave the fans uh, what some have been missing out on if they don't watch the network, if they don't have time, then main is all they see. Aleister Black, Andrade Cianomis did not disappoint. Very good back and forth match. Aleister Black hits Black Bass. One, two, three. Then you have Sheamus and Cesaro and the bar facing off in the back. Now these two teams are very, very similar as far as how they got together, how much they were rivals with one another, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm starting to wonder that too, my friend. Um, if there's a conflict of interest, because two weeks ago, you know, NXT was filmed. They aired on the network tonight. I don't care. I'll still watch it. It's still going to be a damn decent match. And... Let's see. The second match was Ciampa and Gargano versus Sheamus and Cesaro. It's a very good match. Told the story. Ciampa and Gargano got, well, they got decimated during most of the match. It's very back and forth between both teams. Ciampa, Gargano, Sheamus, and Cesaro. But in the end, you know, the scrappiness of Ciampa and Gargano paid off because, as you all saw, Ciampa gets the blind tag, boom. One, two, three, roll-up pin on Cesaro. Yeah, on Cesaro. And they give up a lot of height. And even Tom Phillips put it, man, he gives up a lot of height and a lot of weight difference. Both of them do, Gargano and Ciampa. And I thought it was... uh, I thought it was refreshing to see Ciampa and Gargano on um, SmackDown Live. They both, you know, they've now beaten the Revival. They've also beaten Sheamus and Cesaro. Pretty impressive stuff. So, third match, kind of a snoozer. Although Mandy Rose did pin Asuka, the SmackDown Live Women's Champion. It's not like she has a streak anymore, folks. So I thought, you know, Natalia. That that's how things are going. As far as I didn't really care for that match, to be honest with you. I just fast-forwarded that. Um, Charlotte was interviewed backstage on latest going on with Becky Lynch and how Becky violated the suspension, being her up with a crutch. And there are bruises on Charlotte. There are visible bruises on, on Charlotte Flair. And she said the next time she does it, she'll have her arrested. Should we get a Zamboni now or later? I mean, I don't know. I really enjoyed hearing Charlotte say the words, 
I'm going to call the police, blah, 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 blah. It's a good story. Good angle between her and Becky and Ronda for WrestleMania 35 at MetLife. Which, by the way, is now sold out. Not as fast as AEW's uh, four-minute sellout for Double or Nothing, but, you know. So, Ricochet also appeared on SmackDown Live. His debut on the blue brand was against fellow NXT alum Eric Young from Sanity. Crowd really wasn't, I mean, judging by New Orleans, they were not up for Sanity because it's missing one element. In my opinion, Nikki Cross. But, you know, semantics be semantics. Mm-hmm. Six-man tag match, Daniel Bryan. Randy Orton, Samoa Joe versus Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, and Jeff Hardy. Kofi Kingston pinned the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, the new Daniel Bryan. This is right. We're going to take Mo and Mentum and keep running with it and show you what you know. Show you what happens is what he said backstage. Kofi Kingston is going to face Daniel Bryan at Fastlane for the World Heavy- SmackDown Live World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. I don't know, folks. Like I said, it'd be more endearing if if Kofi was to win it at WrestleMania, not at Fastlane. You keep building it. You keep teasing it. Fans are going to go, I can't believe you didn't win the championship. Well... <laughs> That's how the cookie crumbles. And in my opinion, like I said, could be wrong. If you ride the momentum, you ride the wave properly, it'd be much more of a payoff if Kofi wins at WrestleMania. I don't know what the plans are for the new Daniel Bryan. I don't know where WWE sees him going after WrestleMania. There's a lot of talk, folks, about superstars leaving and being disappointed, and I'll get to that later on Off the Rails Uncensored, Wednesday edition, new time, 11.30 a.m. I said Fisher will be back next week. Um, you know, it happens in wrestling, man. Card subject to change. Things, things come up. So for those of you asking on Instagram, it's all gravy. I'll have him back. Hopefully next week. If not next week, then we'll figure it out. Um, anyways, moving forward. There have been a lot of superstars that have been questioning why there are so many NXT call-ups. Um, they were not at Elimination Chamber. They weren't even brief about it. They were just brought up. So does mean Ciampa and Gargano going to go full-time on either Raw or SmackDown Live? Who knows? I mean, it's 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 a mix of things, folks. The ratings are down. So, hmm, go figure. you got to pull names out of the hat again. And a lot of reports have been cited saying they changed the stories because of Seth Rollins not being cleared because of his back injury. What source did I get this from? Or sources? 
cage side seats. I'm not going to credit Dave Meltzer because that guy kind of, he just, it's very back and forth with him, whether he reports and people fucking listen. Obviously, a lot of people tune in to listen to what he says because they don't want to be surprised anymore. I don't really care for him. So I just read the news sources like uh, cage side seats, even though wrestlingnews.co cites Meltzer. Okay. Because <clears throat> that's where I picked up majority of the news that I report to you awesome folks. What's up, UK? What's up, United States? What's up, Indonesia, Latvia, Australia? Good day, mate. <clears throat> Anyways, what's up, US of A? To all the fans listening during your work day, or maybe if you're not listening, what's up still? Hey. Let's just cut to the fucking chase. I'm going to talk to you about the latest going on surrounding professional wrestling, not just WWE, but it just releases latest possible potential comebacks and more on Off the Rails Uncensored, part two. Dig it. Hit my music. Oh, before I do, I'm going to put this disclaimer in here. If you are listening with a child or more, suggest you put earmuffs on them. Because the words that are about to be said are not suitable for anyone under the age of 14. This is not a PG show, so therefore, if you are a consenting adult and you get offended by what I say, tough nuts. That's all I'm going to tell you. Buckle up, fuckers. Time to get inside my head. Dig it. <laughs> Almost got carried away there. So, reports have cited that Ty Dillinger has asked for his release from WWE. Um, shame. You know, he was really, really big in NXT. Uh, not so much when he got up to Maine. He was the United States champion for a little, you know, brief hiccup. But, you know, some things aren't meant to be when you get called up to Maine. It's like Fisher was saying last week. What's hot in NXT may not be hot when you get to the main roster. Ty Dillinger asked for his release. Um, I can only tell you folks, sometimes it, sometimes things work out and sometimes things do not. So we're going to pause here, 10 seconds for station identification right here on Off the Rails Uncensored. Down there, fine. I'm just a sexy 
sometimes folks, people get released. Sometimes you see potential comebacks like Kevin Owens. It's just a matter of preference. It's a matter of who's going to stay, who's going to leave. There have been rumors about the Revival leaving. The Usos now have been thrown in this rumor mill. I mean, look, I always tell people it depends on what's best for the wrestler. This includes Dean Ambrose, which neither been confirmed nor denied that, you know, he's leaving. But kind of obvious when, you know, contracts do not renew, especially during April. April is when Dean Ambrose's contract will not be renewed. Also uh, on that list would be <clears throat> the Usos and Naomi, who have expressed interest supposedly to go to AEW. And and with that being said. You never know who's going to come in, who's going to go out. A lot of the superstars that cited according besides Cage Side C, CBS Sports, ESPN Sports, the NXT call-ups of Tommaso Ciampa, Aleister Black, Johnny Gargano, and Ricochet, they kind of got looked at in the back as if they're completely different. Not like, Oh, yeah, we don't know who you guys are, but it's like, what are you guys doing here type thing? According to the reports, not from personal, oh, yeah, I was in the back and I saw it, man, no. It's always, it's always nice to figure that when you get called up from NXT, you're going to be with the big boys, oh yeah, we finally made it type feeling. This time around, it was like, what are you guys doing here? Who knows what's going on, folks, but stirring the pot or trying to stir up something, that's the feeling I'm getting from this, from a personal perspective, on the whole situation of the four call-ups. It's like, well, I saw these guys in NXT, I don't know how well the main roster fans are going to dig these guys. They'll like Ricochet, you know, flippy, flippy shit. Um, They will like Aleister Black because he's kind of mysterious. Some people may get offended about or when they try to figure out what his tattoos mean. But so far, no complaints yet. Gargano and Ciampa? That's weird. I mean, weren't they rivals? On one end of things at one point in time, but I guess let bygones be bygones, and now DIY is back together all of a sudden. It's so, I mean, we're back to being confused again. Uh, you know, for sure that we all had witnessed, okay, yeah, they're finally changing, they're evolving. Then once AEW announced we're a company, did that affect the way WWE started doing things? It depends on how you look at it. Bringing up all of a sudden four names from NXT that was, you know, the up-and-comers category, all of a sudden they're forked right into the fire, or they're thrust right into the fire, and they all of a sudden got to perform. 
You got to do what you got to do, man. And I'm, t- <clears throat> I've been reading a lot lately because Jr. is going, you know, to show out his words of wisdom because the man's practically one of the many godfathers in professional wrestling when it comes to giving out advice to someone he scouted in ICW and and also wrestled for a lot of companies before he made it to WWE and I'm referring to Aleister Black many times people fear when they outshine someone that when they outshine that someone <clears throat> on the main roster they never heard from again New Day Insanity. That was a good, you know, I thought it was a good feud. But to bring up that example, as never heard from again, it's not that they never heard from again, but Eric Young, some people say they did not care for him, you know, his solo career in TNA, or the fact that when he got to NXT, it was kind of like a flash in the pan type thing. Anyways, so. Sanity was shooting with the New Day, and they were just tearing them up. But there was one element missing, and she kind of had to stay in NXT during that time. I'm talking about Nikki Cross. Sanity without Nikki Cross is like the NWO, the original NWO without Hogan. The DX without, well, without Shawn Michaels was run by Triple H, and it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't the same more or less turned into, okay, what can we do to shake things up? What can we do to make things look right or look good for the fans? Bringing up the Sanity and and, uh, New Day, look, you can't take anything away from New Day. Look at the merch sales. Sanity was more of a pop in NXT. As Fisher stated, some – Factions, some groups, some call-ups that they bring up to the main roster, they're not as big when they get to main. And it takes either a miracle for the main roster fans or something that they have to do extraordinary for them to get approval, if you will, from the main roster fans. And yes, I'm separating main roster from NXT. Some are both. Some, oh yeah, I heard about it. I just don't have time to watch it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> semantics be semantics But back to my point I believe that when Sanity Showed up on the scene Everyone was so intrigued By just how crazy How chaotic How Big Sanity was becoming And look not mid-carding, but, I mean, the Eric Young versus Ricochet, the match barely had any noise to it from the fans. You know, there was some brief, when Ricochet was doing his comeback, there was a brief, like, oh, ah, you know, moment. That's another topic for another day. Sanity without Nikki Cross is like, you might as well streak naked with that gimmick because it's not, it's not that they don't catch on to the main roster fans. It's just, they're missing that one piece, and that one piece being Nikki Cross to their puzzle. She's a perfect fit. Wow, a lot of crazy, crazy metaphors, right? Anyways, 
So yes, Ty Dillinger asked for his relief. Undertaker was sighted at AEW. And a partridge in a pear press tree. Look, so what? He went to AEW. And yes, he was one of the cornerstones, one of the big staples for Vince for three decades. There's no denying that The Undertaker did not create a stir by doing that. Big when a big-name star shows up on a new company's turf. And this company consists of Cody Rhodes, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, Pentagon Black. I mean, there's just several people from CMLL, Lucha Underground, Ring of Honor, that have clout, if you will, because their event sold out in four minutes, whereas other events from other companies, they're, you know, they're selling tickets. It's not like they're not selling tickets, but, I mean, four minutes, even former WWE champion, tag team champion, intercontinental champion, you name it, The Rock, The Rock, movie star Dwayne The Rock Johnson took notice. Of AEW's clout, if you will. The Undertaker was seen at a press conference. I mean, look, JR is helping run the scouting division for AEW. Is there tension? I don't know. I'm not in the backstage area to tell you this. From what I can tell you is that there's no moments of controversy just yet we look at WCW WWE all the tension that happened between those guys they're still around some of them I don't think to answer your question dude I don't think in my opinion that it was a big deal that he showed up at a press conference he didn't say oh yeah I'm going to start working for you guys Nothing's been made official. Nothing's been etched in stone. So, really, all I have to say is that sometimes people are seen at press conferences. Does that mean they're going to start working full-time for that company? Unless they've signed on the dotted line, I really didn't. <clears throat> don't see the big deal. Yes. Things may get said later on as AEW, you know, becomes a company, but <clears throat> that's up to you guys. Fans are the ones who ultimately have the overall say, right? Some things, not all. Today, NXT UK, cannot wait to see what develops, you know, with Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. I also, you know, Walter and Pete Dunne, that'll be very, very interesting. So, yes. Fun times are to be had in professional wrestling because Degeneration X, as it was stated earlier... Last yesterday, um, they will be inducted into the Hall of Fame, the full group. China, Hunter, Sean, X-Pac, Road Dog, and Billy Gunn. So six members be inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's that's a pretty big deal. Uh, 
I wonder if that means the NWO will be inducted as group to Scott Hall Hogan and Kevin Nash have already been inducted, so they may be inducted, being a part of the Monday Night Wars. I don't know. But back to the semantics, folks. Is it too soon for the NXT call-ups? If those guys are going to do double duty, more power to them. I say that nicely because Gargano, Ciampa, Ricochet specifically, uh, Aleister Black, you wonder... What's going to be their future? And folks, their future may be bright. Their future may be bleak. It all depends on time. Time for NXT stars, you know, like Samoa Joe, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, all the cops that people got excited about, Shinsuke Nakamura, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Bailey, Sasha, the list goes on and on. Alexa Bliss. Some have been successful and some have not. I don't know what these four are going to do. It may be too soon to have them as tag team champions. There's no such thing as too soon in professional wrestling, right? We all can agree that sometimes <coughs> call-ups don't work out and Ty Dillinger happen to be one of them, even though 10 counts are not being chanted anymore. Still, I mean, to me, it's kind of sad that he's gone, or asked for his release, I should say, but maybe he might come back. There's always a good possibility. Wherever he goes, he's going to make impact. Such a big deal in PWG and Ring of Honor and all that. Now to see him leave, it's just like, okay, wow. Because we barely saw him on SmackDown Live. Barely saw him on Monday Night Raw. And he just got lost in the shuffle. That's all. Sometimes it happens to guys. And it's not anything they did wrong. It's sometimes bookers, promoters, they don't know where to place you. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing that Ty Dillinger decided, hey, it's time for me to leave. If you're not happy, folks, in wrestling, you got to do what's best for you. Yeah, you're getting a paycheck, but at the end of the day, are you really satisfied with the work that you're presenting in front of the fans? Are you feeling like you truly are feeling happy? Also, folks, I wanted to touch base with you on something. AEW, you know, all elite wrestling. They got all these big names, all these talented people. I still say this feels like the good old days of WCW. Why, you may ask? Because when you see what's presented in front of you on Monday Night Raw with all the sudden call-ups of NXT, something just doesn't feel right with WWE. Like, something's askew. (laughs) The superstars kind of, like, looked at those four as if to say, yeah, what are you guys doing here? So, so 
anything that you guys see, anything that you guys see in the backstage area, you know, you're like, wow, what are you guys doing here? Sorry, folks, I got distracted. Let me rephrase all of that. They saw them backstage, and they're like, wow, what are you guys doing here? Hmm. Not that they dislike him, but it's like, okay, so now we're supposed to adjust accordingly, not say a word? you damn right. <laughs> so, some tension because, you know, Seth wasn't medically cleared because of his back injury. Ty Dillinger leaving, Undertaker cited at AEW's press conference. There's a lot going on. Will he go to AEW? You'd never know. Will he go to a different company outside of AEW? Like I said, sometimes it may be best that you leave a company if you're not satisfied. I was going to touch base with you on this, man. As I said, I feel like the old wars of WCW and WWE are going to be similar to AEW when they start getting the ball rolling and actually having events. If they have an event in New York, you guarantee a lot of people are going to show up at that event. Look at what Cody Rhodes did for Ring of Honor. I mean, my God, dude. The Briscoes, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, Jay Lethal, Zack Sabre Jr. Names are very important. The end trend of you know what wrestling fans want to see versus okay, I guess we'll get a variety, you know, we'll we'll see what happens type feel. WWE kind of gave the 50-50 booking feel at Elimination Chamber match. Yes, history was made with <clears throat> Bailey and Sasha winning the very first inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship belts, and um, I don't know who their first title defense is going to be against, but it's pretty cool that they're going to be giving opportunities to NXT tag teams, uh, NXT UK. It's very, very endearing, not endearing, but enriching. It's an enriching experience there to see them, you know, say, hey, we're not just going to be exclusive to the red brand. We're going to expand our fandom all the way out. Our fandom. Our tag team title defenses to NXT, NXT UK, SmackDown Live, and Raw. And I thought that was pretty cool. So that's also what I wanted to touch base with is I'm glad that there's some positive amidst the chaos because there always will be. You just have to find it somewhere. You just have to dig for it, you know? So the Hall of Fame shaping up in WWE is so far D-Generation X. It's been reported by multiple sites. WrestleMania has been sold out. If you can find tickets, I'm sure you can, but they're really, really high up in the nosebleeds, as I stated yesterday. You can check Ticketmaster, but good luck. Hall of Fame pre-sale starts today, folks. The tickets go on sale for Hall of Fame 2019 at Barclays Center. I would go to TickPick.com as your best bet. Ticketmaster may have cheaper seats, so you you can check. 
But like I said, I would definitely see first what you can do. Because TickPick does not charge tax. Ticketmaster does. You can either pick it up at the will call or do whatever you can. Metro Seats is another website that I would check out. They're very good for group group rates. Metro Seats, Vivid, SeatGeek, uh, TickPick.com. They have – TickPick is cheaper. Why? Because they're the same price as StubHub but no tax. Or no, yeah, no charging, no uh, fees to be added with because you know the seller's got to charge a certain fee. They got to buy the ticket, sell them, whatever. For NXT Takeover, you may be lucky and you find them at Vivid Seats, but again, it's the tax is a bitch. So search engines are very helpful when you buy uh, wrestling tickets. It's good to know your sources. So that does it for the random advertisements. Sorry, let me do that again. The advertisements, if you're looking for tickets, check out TickPick.com. It's like StubHub, but without the fees. If you would like to find Hall of Fame tickets, again, the pre-sale goes on today. Try to look in for your special ticket sale on WWE website at, you know, WWE app. For your discounted ticket sales. If you want to wait till Friday in the madness of buying tickets because tickets go on sale at noon, be my guest, man. I'll be probably one of those folks. So, in closing, the NXT call ups, in my opinion, I don't know what to make of it. I'll just go with the flow type feel, watch the show, enjoy it. Whomever wins the North American Championship tonight, you never know. Things could be different. Maybe Gargano's last time on NXT. Who knows? Maybe may work in double. Same for Ciampa. Maybe they called up Aleister Black full time. I don't know. I just go with the flow, watch the show, enjoy it, go from there. Hopefully, you know, things will work out. Fisher will join me. Next week, we'll see where it goes. And uh, if you didn't like what I have to say, then I got three choice words for you. Oh, yeah, before I go. If Undertaker was cited at Ring of Honor or anywhere else, he's more than welcome to, man. Three decades of entertaining us. Go on ahead. That's all I have to say. And if you don't like what I have to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Forget that. Actually, that was five. Three choice words for you. Forget about it. Personality, the cult of personality.